0: This is Down by the Bank, Episode Nine. This is
1: Corey. Hey guys, it's Derek, and today we're doing a Packers quick recap, and then obviously moving on from that L to previewing the San Diego Chargers' mm-hmm. first road game of the season. Got okay. four twenty-five kickoff time. I think four twenty-five, right? Yeah. Um. So of course the sports bars and in, in the Jacksonville area will be will be rocking. I know I, I plan on trying to be at one of those establishments, but unfortunately I've got to hit the road later on and get to another destination for work.
0: So Okay, gotcha. Yep, so definitely uh, excited for our second game. Like um, So like Derek said, we're going to kind of talk just a little bit about the Packers, just recapping that a little bit. If you haven't already, checked it out. We did put a, an instant reaction episode up. Uh, the same day that the game occurred, and we're going to try to keep doing that week to week. Um, but uh, just kind of getting into it, Jalen Ramsey, uh, who is my favorite person to follow now on Twitter, um, had a couple tweets, and I, and I am curious about one of these. He tweeted, be careful who you trust and tell things to. A lot of fake people and friends in this world. They some lames, though, some goofies. <laughs> so I tweeted back to him, hashtag no goofies. Is that like common slang? I haven't heard anybody use the word goofies and like legit trash dogs.
1: Yeah, there's goofies is there's another word that goes behind goofies, uh two other words that goes behind goofies and there's one word that goes behind lames. So oh. um obviously somebody in his uh inner circle or somebody he knows may have said something. You know, and one thing, he sounds like he's learning very quickly that once all of this uh, being NFL player, people will do stupid things. So he's just going to learn. And it sounds like to me he's learned quickly and he's going to cut those
0: people out. So, yeah, but uh, definitely, this, definitely hate them lames and hate them goofies. That's all I know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then this next one, you know, people want to LOL people. Quick to want a story, so here you go. Zero completions on me. I back up my talk. Post-game quote, he didn't throw my way. Write that. I hate to say it for as much people they don't like trash talk or saying he should be humble. Being humble has gotten us at the bottom of the loser's bracket, or, <laughs> bend, or whatever you want to call it, the last seven, eight years. Yeah. I'm glad somebody's finally opening their mouth and we're talking some trash. It's called Swag. Okay, for those that don't know. And we need some of that. Nice guys don't make the playoffs. And nice guys definitely don't win Super Bowls. Yeah. It's just a fact. Gene Smith
0: so. would be appalled. You remember Gene Smith? Like, his whole strategy was, like, finding, like, good character people. Which I'm not, like, opposed to that, obviously. But um, I think he would have taken Jalen Ramsey off his board, probably.
1: Yeah, I hate that. I hate, no, it just you got to have that. It's not like he's personally attacking anyone. He's not calling anyone any names. Yeah. He's just confident in his abilities and his beliefs of what he's capable of doing out there on the football field. So at the end of the day, you've got one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And everybody's like shaking in their boots. And he's like, no, let's go. Let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's what we that's what we need. That's 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 what's needed. That's how you win the game. So unfortunately, we didn't get the W. But at the end of the day, you gotta respect his respect his uh, his talk. So was he this vocal he at
0: did. Florida State?
1: Uh, he was, but it was only kind of written on some of the blogs and message boards because Jimbo would would kick him if he ever did that. Hmm. He definitely got thrown out of a couple practices for saying some stuff, doing some stuff, um, but yeah, he he, he he ran his mouth some, and but it was controlled, but now he's not in college anymore, so he's, you know, so let the floodgates open.
0: Yeah, well, and it seems like, you know, obviously he had a pretty good game, and uh, we'll talk about some of the statistics of a guy who is a pretty good quarterback, not a lame or a goofy, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, we held him to 20 of 34, 199 passing yards. Uh, before the podcast, you had mentioned that holding him under 200 passing yards is a pretty good achievement. Uh, 5.8 yards gained per pass attempt, which put him at 26th in the league in quarterbacks in week one. And then the adjusted net yards pass per attempt, um, adjusted for touchdowns and his lack of interceptions and our lack of sacks, was seven yards. Um, so that brings him, brought him up to 18. Uh, ranked in week one with the adjusted stats so either way it seems like the defense did relatively well against rogers so i think that uh Jalen ramsey probably has uh a point in talking trash and i think i'm okay with that um yeah 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 he does absolutely yeah i think another guy i thought who played pretty well and i don't have anything to back this up with but it seemed like prince uh mukamura played pretty well as well he seemed pretty physical out there
1: so from the previous podcast uh we were on this reaction we were heavy on the offense uh we're going to go heavy on the defense with this one uh Devon House, Ramsey, Gibson, Prince uh they all played fantastic. Cyprian, eh they kind of picked on them. Remember I said find the chump and exploit them. That's what they kind of did there. Uh Green Bay, but they didn't do it all that much. They didn't, you know, there were a couple plays. There there were a couple um, Superin's got it. He's just got to get better at coverage. Um, but besides that, our DBs have played really, really good, and that's a big sign when you're holding a quarterback of uh, Aaron Rodgers caliber to under 200 yards passing. Yeah, he had a couple touchdowns, but most of those were uh, breakdown in coverage because Aaron Rodgers has the ability to get out of the pocket and scramble his his pocket awareness and his ability to feel where he is is outstanding. Um, and to keep his head down the field while he's doing that. So everybody knows that what's the the clock in the QBs head, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three. And if you're not gone, then, you know, you need to be, you need to get ready to get sacked or you need to be getting out of there. And coverages break down, you know, you can't cover someone for forever. Um, I think the, the linebackers also played very well and played a big part in that, too. Telvin Smith, he all that crap in oh, yeah. the preseason, yeah. he cut that out, man. He right. was all over the place. Um, you notice they didn't give up any deep crossings. Mm-hmm. You know? I also think that has a lot to do with Gibson because, like I said last year, on those deep crossing routes we were giving up, we didn't have a safety back there. I mean, we had someone, but he didn't know what he was doing. Gibson did, so they were very aware of that. Um. Packers' game plan was definitely to stay away from certain players, and they pretty much did. They stayed away from uh, Gibson, and even as a rookie, it looks, and appears, they kind of stayed away from Ramsey, too. Yeah. Um, They definitely attacked on uh, whatever side that
0: Cyprian was on, Um, so... Yeah, I heard yeah you. Try, a, I heard you trying to justify Cyprian's uh, play, trying to back up your impact player prediction from the last episode.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> he trying. Terrible. It, 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 yeah, he played bad. Let's just say he played bad. Um, but besides that, the defense uh held its own as far as coverage, as far as tackling, uh defensive line play and sacks, eh not so much, but We'll find out here this week because Phillip Rivers for the San Diego Chargers, unlike Aaron Rodgers, he cannot move at all. Right. Now, he's big and strong, a little bit bigger and probably a little bit stronger than Aaron Rodgers, but he can't move at all. So we should be able to get some pressure on him and should be able to uh, wreak some havoc against their offensive line.
0: Yeah. Well, and just to kind of recap, just to finish up on the Packers, uh, defense overall, uh, after week one was ranked 22nd in the league. We had zero takeaways. Um, <clears throat> did relatively, we did relatively well when it came to yards per, per pass and yards per rush. Uh, but we gave up offensive scores on 50% of the possessions in the game, which was kind of interesting. Like you said, we only had one sack the entire game. And the question is, you know, where's the pass rush? Where's Dante Fowler? And how are we going to generate a pass rush against? Um, you know, Phillip Rivers and the Chargers. But I will say, what do you think about using Ramsey more often uh, to pressure the quarterback? Because he almost sacked Rodgers in that game. When he was in college, uh,
1: FSU, they have a position called the star position in their defense. Uh, they kind of run a hybrid 3-4 with a star position and nickel, uh, five defensive backs. He was outstanding at it his sophomore year. Junior year, they moved him back to the corner. Similar kind of concept of what they did when Ramsey almost had the, st- the sack. They had him at the nickel corner, but then he kind of was playing up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it was almost like he was back, uh, you know, to, to the option to rush or go after the quarterback or stay put. That was probably a set play when he did that, and it wasn't his fault. He got there uh, just as fast as he could. Um, just that Aaron Rodgers is—he's smart. He knew that the the way to combat when you have a DB charging at you from the, the edge of the line is you step up into the pocket. Now on Ramsey's on um, from Ramsey's point, it was a great play for him almost because although Rogers stepped up, Ramsey still almost had him. All he was trying to do is wrap that other arm around him. Mm-hmm. But that slight movement that Rogers made to get up in the pocket, to throw that pass uh, to Devontae Adams, That's all the time he needed. Remember what I said: expect the unexpected, and that's what you get. So, uh, almost good play by Ramsey, great play by Rodgers. You know, we'll take it. You know, we
0: got an L and we got to move on. So, right. Well, looking ahead to the the Chargers um, and their offense. um, First off, the Chargers are zero and one, just like us. They had that complete meltdown last week, blowing the lead to Kansas City. Um, Danny Woodhead, just to kind of cover a few of their players, he got almost 50% more snaps than Melvin Gordon in Week 1, um, although Gordon did have two rushing touchdowns the first two of his career. Um, but Woodhead's definitely a target in the passing game for sure. Bringing up Phillip Rivers last year against the Jaguars, four touchdown passes, 300 yards, over 40 pass attempts. Um, and In fact, his average yards per game versus the Jaguars in his entire career since 2007, is 317 yards per game. So with that being said, what's the key for the Jags' defense in this game? Who do we focus on, and how do we contain Rivers? Because if we can't get a pass rush in this game, I don't know if we have any hope.
1: Okay. Different de- set of defensive backs, first of all. So we can take last year's game and throw that out the window. Yeah. Phillip Rivers is a master manipulator with his eyes since he doesn't have the Physical ability to really move Outside of the pocket Now he can move within the pocket but not outside So Phillip Rivers Definitely uses his eyes more than anything And that's where Our safety especially Gibson Are going to come in And that's going to affect Or or affect his uh Their their passing attack They lost Keenan Allen to that ACL injury Mm -hmm. They've got to keep an eye on a couple different people Danny Woodhead being one of them um, Antonio Gates, although he's getting up there He can still be effective in the red zone They've got a couple of fast receivers On their team mm-hmm. They've got uh, Tyrell Williams and Travis Benjamin Both are speed burners You know, uh, they're not You know, too big a guy I think Tyrell Williams That's the rookie or second year Out of Western Oregon I think he's like 6'3", maybe yeah. Benjamin's like Travis. 5'11", isn't he? Yeah, and Travis yeah. Benjamin's 5'11", but he can run So, what we need to do what I think is we need to really get after Philip Rivers. We got to disrupt any kind of timing or rhythm that he may have with his, with the receivers, um, especially Danny Woodhead. Danny Woodhead, we really got to watch him on third down. If it's third and seven, third and eight, they need to know where he is at all times. And it's not because he's just that, you know, he he's a decent player. You know, he's a third down back, but he's getting a lot of carries, too. Yeah. Um, so that's the first thing. And the other
0: thing is we got to stop the running game. Right. Got to plug up the run against so. them. Yeah. Well, and like I said, if we can't get a pass rush in this game, that might be a little concerning. So hopefully we put a lot of emphasis on getting some sacks. Um, Jaguars offense versus Chargers defense. Um, Bortles has actually played against the Chargers in both years that he's been in the league. Um, he's had a combined three touchdowns, three interceptions, and fourteen and fifteen. Um, one thing that I saw today or the other day was that Joey Bosa's roster exemption was lifted. Is that guy playing or I don't know. I don't think so. I mean,
1: I know they just put him on the roster, they made room for him. I mean, he's going to be a non-factor anyway. He can't come in with two and a half weeks worth of work or whatever it is and think he's going to be effective. Um, you know, they, the Chargers again, they're running a three-four. Um, they have a lot of, uh, they have a lot of, you know, fast linebackers. Obviously, we all know one, Manti Teo. Um, you know, he's famous for his, uh, catfish story or whatever it is he, He uh, did it at Notre Dame with the fake girlfriend. Um, They have some decent corners. Uh, Casey Hayward, Brandon Flowers. So uh, Chargers defense hasn't always – they haven't been known for their defense. But San Diego likes to get in shootouts. They don't like to play ugly games. They like to get up and down the field. So that plays kind of into our favor because that's one of our strengths, our ability to get up and down the field. Um, our, our wide receivers should be able to overtake their D- DBs. Uh, Eric Weddle is no longer there, so he's a you know Pro Bowl free safety. So, at the end of the day, we should beat the Chargers. Although this is a road game, we should be able to beat them. And I think if we can get pressure on Rivers, I think we should be able to beat them beat them pretty handily. Are we gonna do it? Eh, we'll see. But we should be able to beat them.
0: Yeah. San Diego's corners aren't bad. So I just wonder, I, I think it'll be big if Chris Ivory is back and I'm still confused on what exactly, you know, is going on with him, but they're saying that he, he may or may not play in week two. Um, I think it'll be huge if we get him back. Cause we certainly can't have 1.8 yards per carry again. Um, we definitely need that balance.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I tell you what, they better find a, they better excuse me, they better find a uh, a running back that can block, a backup running back. If they put Denard Robinson in there, he better be releasing for a route mm-hmm. or getting a handoff. I mean, I, and he wasn't all that great at that either. But if he's back there blocking, we're in some trouble. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um like I said, he could he could easily cut block someone as long as he's face to face with them, as long as he's not doing it from the side. Uh, that's about the only chance he stands at making a block on a blitzing linebacker or a
0: defensive back. And he he's gotta you know, they gotta get better at that. That was so funny because I remember that last the the instant reaction episode I was asking you about. Who was responsible for that uh, that sack on Bortles? And you were like, "Oh yeah, Denar Robinson got blown up." And I, I saw about 50 million retweets of like a gif of him just getting completely bulldozed. And so I definitely see what you saw now.
1: <laughs> yeah, that definitely you know that wasn't Beecham's fault. Beecham did exactly what he was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just Bortles had to leave the pocket and get out because the, the linebacker was coming or the DB was coming on a blitz. So yeah, um, but yeah, it, it's gonna be a, a good game between uh, with them uh, the Jags and San Diego. Uh, I don't see, like I said, I I really don't see San Diego really being able to stop our offense unless we stop ourselves.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I um, I, I have a feeling because you know. And the last thing on this, but Rivers, you know, he's traditionally been so good against us. I have a feeling this is where that turns finally. I think this will be his – his probably his first bad game. Not bad necessarily, but the game that we're able to contain him a little bit more so than years past.
1: Yeah, yeah. And like I said before, remember, different set of defensive backs. There's a reason why Aaron Rodgers couldn't get – couldn't get over 200 yards, okay? Gibson is making a world of a difference. A free safety, a really good free safety in the National Football League makes the world of a difference. He doesn't fall for easy fakes. He doesn't fall for the whole eyes tricks. He doesn't fall for the lookoffs all that much, if at all. That's going to play big for us. It's just a matter of can we get San Diego off the field on third down. No little dump passes to Danny Woodhead. They also like to run this little shotgun snap. They can either directly snap it to him, or they quickly get it to rivers, and he hands it right off to him. Um, we got to put a stop to that. I want to say, and you know, I'm kind of focusing here on Danny Woodhead, uh, but between 16 rushers last week, and he had seven targets, so that's 23 potential touches that he would have had last week, yeah. and that is more than any other player. So if you don't think he's important, obviously they're trying to get him the ball for a reason. Yeah. And that and, and I know Keenan Allen got hurt so that had a lot to do with
0: it, but they're trying they're trying to get him involved in the offense. So anyway, I appreciate you guys listening today. Um as always, please follow us on Facebook and Twitter and uh, of course you can subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud and we would definitely 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 appreciate it if You would not be a lame or a goofy and give us a five-star review on iTunes. That would be great.
1: Hey, if um, I'm still handing out scratch-off tickets, um, if if we get another rating, just tweet us and let us know. You might get a dollar or two scratch-off tickets. Uh, You you might have to go somewhere and get it,
0: but, you know, (laughs) know, uh, we'll we'll definitely get get you a scratch-off ticket. (laughs) All right, yeah, I'm sure we'll get lots of... uh,